Welcome to the Resurrection People podcast with Preston Sharp, pastor of Sacrament Church in Nashville, Tennessee, and curator of The Art of Preaching. Each week, we look at three readings from the Bible, drawn from the Revised Common Lectionary. Find more at theartofpreaching.substack.com. Welcome back to the Resurrection People podcast. Today is our Sunday benediction, which is actually happening on a Monday. We're a little late again this week. But in our Sunday benediction, we look back on the readings for the week. We take a second look and see what this might have to say to our lives today. Yesterday was the third Sunday of Advent, traditionally called Gaudete Sunday. I'm never more aware of my Oklahoma accent than when I say the word Gaudete. (laughs) But this Latin word means rejoice. In the midst of waiting and even in suffering, we rejoice. We look back on what God has done for us and we celebrate. Now, this might seem strange to us, celebrating while we wait. However, the Bible is full of stories which both recognize that God has already arrived and even as he is here, he is still, in another sense, not yet here. This week also, we look at in the church, we look at the um, Song of Mary, Mary, the mother of Jesus. One of our suggested canticles for liturgically for the day is the Magnificat, her song, which is Luke 1, 46 through 45. And her song certainly illustrates both the theme of rejoicing as well as anticipation. If you notice, Mary's song plays around with time. Is she celebrating what has happened in the proclamation of the angel to her or in God's past faithfulness in the story of Israel? Is she instead celebrating what is happening in her physical body at the moment? Is she celebrating what will happen when this kingdom comes in the birth of the child Jesus? Well, I think the answer is yes to all. Like Mary responds to God's calling, we are invited to respond to the presence of God's word in our midst. Our Old Testament reading, Isaiah 61, 1 through 4, and 8 through 11, is familiar not only for its original setting, but because it is quoted by Jesus in the synagogue about himself in Luke 4. This is what God's kingdom looks like good news to the oppressed, binding up the wounds of the brokenhearted, liberty to the captives, release of the prisoners, comfort to those who mourn. God's grace is here. It is time for those who wear mourning clothes to be given their party clothes. When this happens, God's people are formed into something. They are oaks of righteousness. God's people are trees, the planting of the Lord, who display his glory in the midst of barren devastation. For those of us who are hurting, may you hear the good news. God is with you. May your brokenness be bound up. And may you be set free from your captivity. This is the year of the Lord's favor. You are not alone. You are a mighty oak, even when you feel like you are about to snap. (laughs) May we be forest people, cultivating, restoring, and renewing the world around us with the love of Christ as we point to him. In our epistle reading, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16-24, Paul tells the church to rejoice in all circumstances. Now, this is not a command to feel something different from what you are feeling. 
It's not oppressive. It's not a call to suppress your emotions. Instead, it is the call to publicly celebrate, to feast, to put your circumstances in the context of the God who is faithful. Paul also challenges the church to be open to the Spirit and not to work against what God is doing in the world. Listen to the prophets. Do not despise them. At the same time, make sure that everything you receive from them is good, that it is connected to who Jesus is and what the Spirit is saying to the church. As you do so, run from those things that are evil. Paul prays for God's blessing, that God will sanctify the church entirely. It is only God who can make us holy. We can't white-knuckle it, depending on our own moral grit. God's sanctification is holistic and integrated. That's why Paul says spirit, soul, and body. God is faithful. He will see us through. May we rejoice because God has heard our cry. Our gospel reading, John 1, 6-8, 19-28, is from the beginning of John's gospel, but particularly the bit about John the Baptist. Yes, we get to hear from that scraggly prophet again this week. (laughs) In this reading, we are drawn to the realization that John the Baptist is always deflecting, never drawing attention to himself. He clearly states, I am not the Messiah. John the Baptist is a witness, and in that way, he stands for all of us. Our lives stand as light reflected. We are not the light source ourselves. May we stand in the light, hold others to the light, even as we embrace the truth that we are unfit. God is doing a work beyond what we can see in and through our lives. This work is beyond our wildest expectations. The good news is we don't have to have it all figured out right now. The calling is to trust, to wait, and to rejoice. Thanks for listening to the Resurrection People podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out. You can hear full sermons at sacramentchurch.com and find out more at theartofpreaching.substack.com.